The better life that God wants you to have is paid with miracles. This is the place for miracles. I believe in miracles. Catherine Kuhlman used to say that to me all the time. Richard, I believe in miracles. I remember being on her television program back in the 70s. And she would come on the air saying, I believe in miracles. And my dad would come on the air saying, something good is going to happen to you. I believe in miracles. Miracles have not gone out of business because God has not gone out of the saving, healing, miracle business. A man said to me once, I don't believe in miracles. I said, well, you will when you need one. <laughs> I believe in miracles. You were made for miracles and miracles were made for you. But miracles have to be reached out for. Miracles are not automatic any more than your dinner is going to be made just sitting uncooked in the refrigerator. You have to take it out, you have to put it on the stove, put it in the oven, put it in the pan, you have to get it prepared, and then you have to cook it. Miracles, miracles are available to us if we do our part, and we've got to expect miracles. There's a story in the Bible, I referred to it a minute ago. There's a story about a woman who had an issue of blood. She had a hemorrhage of blood for 12 years. Now. The scripture says that she had done all that she knew to do in the natural. She had done everything that, that the doctors had said, but in those days, medicine was of a primitive nature and there wasn't much medicine could do. As a matter of fact, she had been going to the doctor for many, many years and she had spent all of her living and was not any bettered, the scripture says. But she heard that Jesus was passing by. I remember when I first began to hear about Jesus. I was just a boy. My parents would talk about him and talk to him. I had the bedroom that was next to my parents and I could hear them through the wall early in the mornings. And they were talking. I didn't realize they were praying and praying in tongues, but they were talking to Jesus like he was in the room. I began to hear about Jesus and I thank God that when I was 19 years old, I made a commitment of my life to him. This woman heard about Jesus. And when she heard about Jesus, it caused her to do something. It caused her to go against what she had been advised. Don't leave home because of this hemorrhage of blood. Instead, she began to seek Jesus. She sought him. I remember when I first began to seek Jesus in my life, to seek his miracle saving healing power. And he answered, he answered, he answered my prayers. She began to seek him. She not only heard about him, but she sought him out. And her seeking him caused her to make a move toward him. If you are in need of a miracle, you need to make a move toward God. Praise God. She moved toward him. And then her moving caused her to say something. And here's what she said. If I can only touch the border of his garment, I shall be made whole. Now there was a great crowd around Jesus. The Bible called it a press of people. But somehow she got through that crowd because she believed that if she could only touch the border of his garment, she could be healed. Now, in those days, rabbis wore a certain type of outer garment that was known as a prayer shawl. And Jesus was referred to as Rabboni or Rabbi. She was saying, if I can get my hands on that prayer shawl, that prayer shawl had at its base tassels which represented the law of Moses, which was the word of God. I believe she was saying, if I can just get my hands on the border of that garment, I don't have to touch him. He doesn't have to touch me. If I can just release my faith and touch that border of his garment, I shall be made whole. She made a faith confession. She said it. 
Your faith, which is in your heart, which you were born with, must come up out of your mouth. It must become a word of faith. She not only heard about Jesus, she not only made a move to reach out to him, she not only said, if I can touch the border of his garment, I will be healed, but then she reached out and touched it. And when she did, the Bible says that Jesus whirled around and said, who has touched me? And Peter and the other disciples said, wait a minute, Jesus, everyone is touching you. No, Jesus said, this was a different kind of touch. I felt virtue. I felt God's power flow out of me. And he turned and there was the woman. And she told him what she had done. And Jesus, with a smile I can imagine, say, said to her, Woman, your faith has made you whole. Your faith plays a part in the miracle that you need. And in a moment when I pray, if you'll take your faith, and if you'll loose it to God like that woman did when she touched the border of his garment, then I will set my faith with you. I'll loose my faith to God and you and I can come into a faith agreement and we can believe God for his miracle touch in your life. She received a healing after 12 years of the, of the hemorrhage in her body. And I am believing that you're going to receive God's touch in your life. So right now, even in this moment, I pray over you. What is it? What's the biggest thing that you're facing right now? What do you need to be healed in your life from? Is it sickness or disease? Is it fear? Is it doubt? Is it worry? Is it anxiety? Is it depression or discouragement? Is it something that's gone haywire in your body or in a relationship or in your business or your ministry or in your marriage or in some other area of your life? What is it? I believe in miracles. Miracles were made for you and you were made for miracles. I pray and I believe right now for the power of God, which is available to us today, to come into your life. And I say to the devil, you take your dirty, rotten, stinking, filthy hands off. I pray over you, my dear brother, you, my dear sister. I pray for a miracle in your life. I pray for a healing. I rebuke the sickness. I rebuke the disease. I rebuke the fear and the doubt and the worry and the anxiety and whatever it is. I take authority over it and call it out of your life. And I pray right now, as I've done so many times on this program, I pray for your healing, for a miracle. Wherever Jesus went, he performed miracles because he's the Son of God. He's a good God, and he shows himself alive by miracles and signs and wonders. And the testimonies just keep coming of people being touched by the power of God. I'm expecting you. That's right, you to be touched by the power of God. So release your faith now. Believe with me and expect your miracle in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Now, listen, Matthew 18, 18 and 19 says, If two shall agree on earth as concerning anything that they shall ask, it shall be done by my Father. So I set my faith with you. The healing may come instantaneously. It may come over a period of time. I'm not in charge of that. But my job is to agree with you and pray and not come out of that prayer of agreement. And I'm not turning loose of this prayer until the miracle is manifested in your life. I pray this in faith, in Jesus' name. Now, if you need further prayer, the Abundant Life Prayer Group is standing by to receive your call for prayer. 918-495-7777. They're on duty they're on duty ready to pray and to believe God for your miracle. Thank you for listening to the Place for Miracles podcast. 
If you'd like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, and books such as Your Road to a Better Life by Richard Roberts. It's a 91-day journey to help bring God's miracles into your life. It's about living the better life that we all want, a closer relationship with Jesus, experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit, and getting your needs met in every area. Go online to oralroberts.com to request a copy for your best seed faith gift.